Jabatanian addresses the member concerned that there's not enough time in a day, right? By you acknowledging to your members that their time is valuable right out of the gate and saying, we understand life is full of stuff. We are kids and our homes, everything that we have going on, we acknowledge, we hear you, we acknowledge it, but we still want you to be involved and we need you to be involved in order to maintain a strong union. So we've heard you and what we're going to start employing in the coming years is the 10 minute meeting in lieu of the regular general membership meeting. So you acknowledge that concern of your members and you make an attempt to accommodate the house. The 10 minute meeting, where are they? Well, they're being held the same exact time in each respective building on your campus. We're already thinking about what our buildings are, where they're located. This means that our members are not required to schlep all their stuff, get in their car, race over through traffic to get to some other building within the district to be on time for a meeting. The meeting's gonna be held right after school and a specific location in their buildings, probably in their building reps classroom. You're gonna keep it simple. When I say 10 minute meeting, I mean 10 minute meeting, not 11 minute meetings. If you're gonna promise your members that you have a solution to this problem and this time management problem, and you're gonna say to them, but it's a 10 minute meeting right after school, can you make a 10 minute meeting? And they say, yeah, I could do a 10 minute meeting. And then they show up and you hold them there for 20 minutes, you've broken your work, you've broken trust, and they're probably never going to come to a time at a meeting again. Because now they don't believe you. They don't think that you respect their time or that you actually heard them. So we keep our word and we keep the meetings 10 minutes long. After having two or three of these throughout the year, you can do them monthly, you can do them quarterly, and you can do them as needed when issues arise, right? There's a hot topic going on in the district. Maybe it's only affecting the elementary folk. They need to have 10 minutes meeting about it. Being this negotiation sees us. You've got to get it asked out to all the members really fast to talk about a particular hot button issue at the table that, you know, you can't wall at the negotiation table and you need your members' help. You need it now. You need it like with a 24 hours. You call it 10 minute meeting in each respective building. So at an as needed basis, yes. You mean like so it's building you're on and Yep, why not? Why not? Yeah, and then folks can just sit at their desk, right? We also want to remember, though, what we talked about earlier with using school property and school platform and Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So just bear that in mind, depending on like the, the nature of the conversation and how sensitive it is. I was just wondering if you have, because I know I'm, I'm pretty wishy-washy, the way to say to wrap things up is you'll get some people to talk. Yeah, we're going to go over that. Because I need my know right word. The right word for those that I can get at. Yeah, how do we shut down... In a positive way, without alienating people or dissing people on, you know, if a meeting goes off the rails and it's starting to digress and it's eating up part of our 10 minutes or at the very end, somebody wants to ask 20 questions, you know, hold everybody there. We have a solution for that. So if you open up the packet, you're going to see how the 10 minute meeting is structured. So if you take a look at the chart, it tells you exactly what you're covering and how long you had to do it. So if you're the rep, you're leading that meeting that day, you literally have your phone and the stopwatch study set. And you're telling your members you're gonna hear the alarm go off because I'm keeping my word and we have 10 minutes to 10 minutes only and I got a lot to get through. And when you say that stuff, when I'm trying to discuss your time to keep my word, they hear that and they go, oh, hi, I'm with you. I'm helping you do that. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, hopefully say they wanna help you do that. So the first two minutes of the meeting, is a brief overview of the major topics discussed at the previous meeting, right? If there's some sort of connection. 
we brought to you the negotiations uh, proposals. You've all read the proposals. You know what we're asking for at the table. Um, however, this one proposal, we've hit a wall. The district doesn't respect it. They said this really snarky, awful, upsetting thing about how um, our nurses shouldn't be on teacher step because they don't do lesson plans. And we really need the support. We need to rally around our nurses for this proposal to important to us. So, you know, that's why we brought you here today. We need to put in place the ashes for tomorrow morning so that our administration knows that we're not backing down to this proposal of all the swaps. So you, you kind of build a bridge there in the first two minutes. Then the following four minutes, you present and explore the new issue. What is your input? What do you think the best course of action is? I need your feedback. Because if you don't have your members' feedback input, you're not going to have their buy-in. They're not going to do the action. Nine times out of ten, when we go to our members and we say, hey, we need y'all to wear black on Fridays, the solidarity action. We can't tell you why. We just really need you to do it. You're going to see half your membership joking the other half not do it. Because they want to know why they're doing something. You got to explain that to them. But isn't this supposed to be confidential, this associations? Do you like said, right? And then, again, negotiations is a whole other training. But there are going to be times in negotiations, and when you say confidential, I don't buy into that philosophy. I believe that in a negotiations, transparency matters, keeping your member concluded all along the way, updating them throughout, getting no would end, right? And that's how you ratify an agreement overwhelmingly. Transparency. I don't disagree, but I just feel like... But when you say confidentiality, I think there's a spectrum, right? So, like... Talking about nitty-gritty details, really sensitive stuff in a general meeting, probably not. But if you know it's going to mobilize your membership, like your superintendent said something really shitty at the bargaining table, and, sure. and it's going to piss off your members and rile them up and get them to do the action you want them to do, then share that with them. And we have different philosophies. We were talking at lunch. If you ask three LRSs the same question, you're going to get three different answers. It depends on the culture of school. The problem becomes when somebody on the negotiation team picks up, after it's up a full picture, that's when Miss Wasajoti Alejandro's, yeah. But I feel like, too, that there's something set out beforehand that was like a protocol that you had to agree to. Gradual. Thank you. Yeah. And again, that's that, dependent on the culture okay, of the negotiation. Then, you know, my advice of an LRS is we don't agree to get to any ground rule that gags our members. We just don't do it. And we won't do it. But ask a different LRS, they might feel differently. That's okay. Again, it really is dependent on the culture and the dynamics that exist in that local, the relationship between the district and the union. Like, there are a lot of variables. And you're an autonomous local. Like, you make the toys. You know your building. You know your membership better than anybody else. So we've got our members' input. We're letting them contribute, suggest ideas, help us to come up with whatever it is we're going to end up asking them to do. The following three minutes... Right? We're talking about a new issue. Like, let's just talk this out. How do we feel about what's going on in this building right now? What was said? What are your reactions? How do we resolve this? What's the best course? If you ask your members sometimes, what do you want from this? A lot of times they're going to say, nothing. I just needed to talk about it. I don't need you to do anything. Just, I just needed to say it out loud. And now they feel supported and heard. Pustin just finished negotiating contract last year. I was on the negotiations committee, and I think this technique, the 10-minute meetings, would have been really effective in souping people if more of this building, building by building. Without oversharing the nitty-gritty, right. you could tell them, we are talking about salary. Right. Stuff or stuff. Right. We are hearing your concern about not getting paid enough at step one, two, three. 
Right. We're and working on dress. Yep. We're working. And say things like we are looking at doing a blanket wipe of sentence that will tire of that movie. Would have dismissed a lot of the gossipy yeah. complaining about that first our hearing. And it would also have addressed the constant complaints that I was hearing from new members that the union doesn't do anything. Right. We're not communicating. Yeah. On building. So this is a great tool for that. Did you go to the 10 minute meeting? We have one coming up in two weeks. We'd love to see you there. And then the last minute that the meeting is ending on a positive note, you're either going to do a celebration, you're going to congratulate someone, right? Again, so not everything's a downer. There's got to be that harmonious balance between, as someone said earlier, fluff and important stuff. That's your union. Your union can't always be this black cloud, zoom and gloom, only show up when there's trouble, only have bad news, only talk about discipline and grievance. Yeah, that's an important part of what we do. But if that's all you represent is the bad stuff and nothing else, you're not bringing your members up, you're not uplifting them, supporting them, giving them opportunities that are positive. I mean, think about it. Do you want to join a club that is negative 100% of the time? Where you go and it's never fun and nobody laughs and nobody wants to be a part of that. So you're constantly, it's trying to strike that balance of informing, of educating, of advocating, of representing. But also, I'm here for you. I support you. How's life? What's going on? What can we do better for you? And making those human connections. So next page, you can see the agenda. To your question, I need a script, right? What are the words that I said in these meetings? to maintain the 10 minute structure. And it basically tells you, the alarm goes off, time's up. I kept my promise, but here's the thing. If you have a question, if you wanna know more, if you have something else you wanna add, we wanna hear it, just not right this second. Tear off the spotting form, write your question, concern, comment, issue, give it to me on your way out the door today, we're gonna read it, we're gonna discuss it, then we're gonna address it and follow up with you in the next week. So now people don't feel shut down. They know you're going to address their concern privately, one-to-one. And if it turns out that your concern impacts the larger group, well, guess what? At the next 10-minute meeting, that's what we're starting with. We're going to follow up. We're going to start with that and say, hey, there was a carryover question from the last meeting. I want to talk about it now in the first two minutes. So again, everybody feels heard, followed up with, supported. Also, on the days or the sample flyer you can use for your own local... This is something you either put on the social media page, put in mailboxes if you're allowed to do that as a reminder of a 10 minute meeting that's going to take place and when it's going to take place and where. So you mentioned the raffles. Where do you get all the stuff about that the raffles? Where does a local get stuff for raffles? Yeah. That's something that you budget for when your executive order creates the budget for the year, right? And create a line item that says meeting food at prize of, and you prove an amount for the year for that. We also have made a very strong connection with our PTO and they are amazing for like when we do have like quick union meetings and stuff like that. Sometimes they provide snacks for us as well. Yeah. And it's just been a great relationship. I, I'm sure it's the same everywhere, but during COVID, a lot of our PTO funding did not get spent because there weren't field trips right. and there weren't this, that, and the other. And they have such an excessive amount of money that they came to us and we've actually built a great relationship with them. And some of them are teachers, so you know what I mean? It benefits everybody. And with also donations. I mean, I have uh, locals that are fairly new. They're new affiliates. And they haven't built up their treasury. Yeah, they're only collecting nice dues. They're not even paying their officers to do that job yet. They're so new. 
And so they're trying to build their treasury over year four and they're in year four do affiliation. So they've got a little bit of a pot of money right now and they're going to grow that before they decide that they're going to raise local dues for their members. They really don't want to do that unless they absolutely have to. Ask your LRS about NASA grant money. NASA has a ton of grant money to give to locals who are newer, who are starting out, don't have a ton of resources in their region or area uh, to do those types of solidarity things. And what are we have to fab it to me, but we have everyone there. The people that are in the India, they just hear you live out in the we have everyone there already. Yeah, that's really cool that you have that. They're already there. I find sometimes, I don't know what it's like when you're a local, but I find sometimes when holy union meeting and they you get kind of like the butt end of whatever was going on in prior, which is a fact being we know faculty meetings are long. It's already at the end of your work day. So if you've had your work day, then you're forced to go to a faculty meeting and sit through that nonsense. And that's not always uplifting, we know. And then Doggy wants to hold you, but they have to. I get it. That's their only opportunity to have everybody there in the room together for those 10 minutes. So I get it. But is there a better time that that to be done? Somebody mentioned 730 in the morning or before first bell, or everybody's got common lunch time in the same building. So maybe we do it the first 10 minutes of lunch. And we bring snacks and cookies and whatever. People come and bring their lunch and we all eat together during our 10. I don't know. But just something to think about. I've held my union meeting after a staff meeting and people are done. They're exhausted. They're cranky. Just want to get home. And sometimes having it at those times doesn't always yield the best outcome. Something to keep in mind when we're scheduling things.